count clothes for a pair of ones. I'm gon' spin it. Yeah, ten girls backstage, all Molly, and they with it. Yeah, call my plug, need four and a half. I'm about to get it. Yeah, might wear Gucci, but two, three is on my feet. Yeah, hot skin, she thick, told me I can hit it. Yeah, tattoo, she like fast cars, she can whip it. Yeah, talented, all black, dark tint, they can't see me. Yeah, she asked me for a plug on dope, shawty, you trippin'? Yeah, here we go. So I wanna um. Well, first, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to do this with me. And I know it's been a long time. Real Uh, long. It's crazy. So this is somebody who who I used to work with before I had to um, exit, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And somebody I would consider, um, like, my sis, um, somebody real close to me. Um, And we only knew each other for, like, not even that long, but but we just, just vibed like that. So I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Hi, what's up, everybody? My name is Tierra. You can find me on IG at cutest underscore Taurus. Yeah, and like he said, I'm like a sis. (laughs) (laughs) Not one of those. But um, so in the midst of of us talking, you know, saying the office and like getting to know each other and stuff, you had mentioned that you um. We're into modeling and fashion and all that. So what got you into into that realm? So I was never really into the whole modeling thing. Like it just it wasn't my Sila. But um I couldn't cheer no more. I got injured and couldn't cheer no more. And I needed something that could take my focus off that still keep me active that I'd enjoy. So what one of my with friends. You I got a back injury. Um, I had got a back injury right before tryouts at the college that I was going to. So I went to go get my physical done and found out that it was either I could continue to cheer or um, probably never be able to walk without a back brace again. Wow. So, yeah, that was like probably one of the hardest things I ever had to deal with as far as like not being able to do something because from like five years old, I was always doing some type of activity. I went yeah. from dancing to cheering to cheering, dancing and playing basketball. So then at I this got time, how old was you? At those times, I was like between five and 13. No, around the time um, you had the, the injury. and you. Was- oh, so apparently I had been had the injury. I had the injury when I left um, high school, which was in 2012. So I was like 17, 18. Okay. Um, and then by the time I made it to Morgan, um, I had did two years at a community college. So I probably was about to be 22 or something okay. like that. So at 22 years old to find out, like, I got to stop what I've been doing for so long from like youth up into adulthood, it kind of hit. So I was like, I got to figure out something else to do because I'm not used to just sitting still. So one of my friends had... um took us to what's called a ball. And it's basically like a bunch of different modeling teams. They're competing. Um, they're dancing. There's different categories. It's like a, a runway fashion show, but a okay. little bit more intense. So I seen and I was like, you know, this is nice. I, I, I could do something like this. So I went to a tryout for a local team in the DMV. And it just went from there, and I stuck with it. 
So how so when you did the um the tryout, like did you do any preparation? Did you talk to anybody or you would did you watch any like modeling? I didn't do I did not do anything like I mean I was always the America's next top model type person. But when I tell you compare like what they do on America's Next Top Model compared to they call it urban runway model is completely different. Like, so I didn't do anything. Well, I just, I had grabbed a pair of heels and I had showed up at their practice. I ain't practice. I ain't do nothing. I just showed up because it was like any time they had practice was a, a chance at the end of practice for you to try out. Okay. So basically I watched them the whole time. So when it was my turn, I just tried to mimic what I saw them doing to the best of my abilities. Right. And it just went from there. But when I tell you it was it was not like how they portrayed it on TV. Like it was by far a lot more harder. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have different facial expressions for different categories. And then you gotta learn how to dance in heels. And if you ain't got a stripper background, right. it's a lot harder than dancing in ballet shoes and jazz <laughs> shoes and all that other stuff. Like that's a completely different ball game. So I'm assuming you know you didn't have a stripper background, so you had to work on your the dancing part. Man, I ain't even do it. Like they used to be like, "Tier, you want to try out for the the category, the choreography?" And I used to be like, "Nah, I'm good." Like, cause don't get me wrong, I had a dance background, but not in no heels, and I had already been told I couldn't I couldn't cheer no more. That I wasn't about to take a chance at twisting the ankle or right. doing nothing else to my body that surgery will probably have to fix so i just i I stood in the background i was like y'all go ahead and do y'all thing like i do runway i I do the basic stuff but y'all y'all got that was you you nervous at all i was i was um like i'm not really a big fan on being the center of attention so like i prided myself in being in the back whatever i did i was cool with that Mm mm-hmm and with that, you don't ha- you don't have a chance to be in the background. Like everybody has their chance to walk to the front with a spotlight on them, while people are sitting there staring at you. And my biggest thing was I ain't never done this before. Like I ain't really got nobody I could call and ask for help on this. I'm around a bunch of people I don't know and who don't know me who've been in the in this industry for a while, and. It was all new to me, so I was, like, real nervous. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to show them I'm nervous. So I put on some sunglasses. <laughs> and I just... And I was like, I ain't going to stare. I'm going to just look straight ahead. I'm not going to look at the sides. I'm not going to do none of that. They put the music on. I took a deep breath, and I just went down the runway. And when you try out for these modeling things, they're, saying, it's, they're two lines. It's like going down the Soul Train line, and they clapping for you. Uh-huh. And you like as they clap, you start feeling yourself, and you like, all right, you know. <laughs> they start hyping you, so you start putting your hands on your hips, and you try to do little twists and turns. So when it was my turn, I, I heard it. I was like, so you went. I probably in. look a whole mess, and I just put my hands on my hips, and I just start walking. You couldn't tell me nothing. Probably looked a whole mess, but they would have never knew that I was nervous. I wasn't nervous no more than sunglasses help. Cause I just kept looking straight ahead. I was like, you ain't going to fall because you wear heels. All you got to do is just walk. Just walk in them heels the way you do. Right. And then, so, on the, so on the team, you didn't know nobody when you was trying out? I knew um, two, a, a, 
out two people. Um, I had a friend and then I had a family member, but they were barely at practice. Like they, okay. they had been on the team for years. So like they barely went to practice. Okay. So I was pretty much like trying and then they separate the new girls from the, the people who've been there. So I kind of was isolated by myself, but I was just standing there looking awkward. Like all of them had kind of knew each other. Some of them had went to school together. I ain't know nobody. Like this team was based in DC and I was raised in Fort Washington. So I was like, I don't know. None of these what people. was, um, <laughs> so when they, so how did you find out like that you was on a team or whatever? So at the end of, um, practice, you do your tryout and then they call your name. Like, while everybody is standing there, they call your name mm-hmm. and they tell you yes or they tell you no. And if they tell you yes, then, you know, you go into one section. If they tell you no, you go into another section and that section goes and they meet with the people and they tell them why they didn't make it. And wow. then they give them an opportunity to come back or things that they can work on. And then you got a conditional. But you'd come to next practice and you'd practice with somebody and if you ain't, you know, perform to the level of what they thought you would, right. then you would have to try out again. So they, uh-huh. they they made it pretty simple. It's like you wasn't embarrassed because they gave you an opportunity to redeem yourself. Okay. And then you made it off the, the first tryout. I made it off for the first tryout on both of my teams, actually. So. And then how did you feel when you, when you got the news? I was excited, like, um, of course it came with some critiquing, but I was so excited because I was like, all right, you know, I found that replacement. Like, I now have a a new family from having a cheer family to now having a modeling family. So I was excited. And then I started finding out, like, what came with that, what different opportunities came with that. And I was like, you know what? This this might could be, you know, something I could see myself doing in the future, like, long term. So right. I was excited. So when you so when you try out, you find out you make the team. Like, how long is it before you're like the actual like the competition or the show? It depends. So your first show could probably be two, three months later. Mm-hmm. It really just depends. Um, because even if you don't have shows, you might have a booking. You might gotta go to a club and do a club referring. Or there might be a designer that's having a show and they might come to our practice and pick a couple of models and have us do that. Uh, Or you might... So it's like an agency almost? Like the the team? Yeah, yeah. You you don't just do your own stuff. Like you get outsourced to other designers, um, different organizations. Some people, they they don't want you to walk. They just need you for eye candy. They need you to look good on their arms. Right. So it, it's like an agency, but not as high class as like the ones in Miami and in California and stuff right. like that. It's, it's a, a little bit more lower budget, but you get booked for these things and but it gets these, your face out there and it gets you that recognition. And these, these are uh, like paid? Some of them they pay. Some of them it's not paid, but it gives you, you getting paid by the from the exposure. Exposure, okay. And it's yeah. So um, I've had a few that has been paid, and the others was just it gave me exposure. So your first um, show or competition, do you remember it? Yes. Yes, I so did. What was that experience like? It was the worst. 
<laughs> like it was the absolute worst. I'm not even wanting to hear and lie. Like we had these awful, awful blonde wigs, like six thirteen. My ladies who watching this, y'all know what that color is, but it's like bleach, bleach, bleach blonde. 16. And then I'm gonna have to Google that. Yeah, six thirteen here. It's like blonde. Like all my weave watches, my ladies that's gonna watch this, they know what it is. So they and the roots wasn't colored. And back then, like frontals wasn't being slayed the way they are now. So that joint was just slapped on there with like tape, no glue. Like it's like this double sided. I'm still confused tape. by all that, the frontals and the and the, the yeah the so. and all that. But but so y'all had a, you had the six thirteen wig on like what else? And they were synthetic wigs, so they tangled. Now, mind you, when you're doing a fashion show, you're in your shoes 24-7. And the chaos that people see on behind the scenes at shows, it's really like that. It's, it's, it's females and males running everywhere. They're naked. It's hot. Your makeup gets sweaty, so you're getting touched up. And you got to try to put the clothes on over top of keeping your hair on and keeping your makeup from smearing. But you can't get makeup on the designer's clothes. like. It's pure chaotic. So we had these wigs. I was nervous, so I was hot and I was sweating. So my my wig was not sticking. <laughs> oh my God, I was losing my mind. Then our makeup, they had us in these blonde wigs with these pink lips looking like blonde and pink. Okay. low budget Barbie dolls. So y'all like had Dollar Tree Barbie dolls, like, like separate, like makeup artists or whatever, who's putting these things together for y'all. Yeah, so um, you got like you might have had three hairstylists and then four makeup artists and then all of the designers. So you go in stations, they'll be like, all right, you go here and get your makeup done. You go over here and get your hair done. Your hair's already done, so you go over there and get your makeup done. Like they just pointing you in directions and you go and you do it. So nobody's makeup looks exactly the same, right? But it's it's the same look. But the issue is not everything looks good on everybody. Right. So you got my complexion in a 613 wig. You got somebody who a yellow bone in the 613 wig. And you got our chocolate divas over here in the 613 wig. And all of us got on different shades of pink lipstick. And it just looked, it looked so bad. And oh my God, it was by far like the worst. It was a fun thing. It was a fun show. Uh-huh. But my for that to have been my first show, this I was like, as I think back on it, I was like, that shit was trash. Where was like, the? Where was it at? It was um, it was at some little warehouse in DC. Okay. Like, I think like down there by where they do like the 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 farmers market and stuff. Um, Is this a, a like thing? a it's a little bit around the corner from Howard University. It's like oh, okay. on some street that they normally have shut down on Sundays for the farmer market. It was somewhere over there that was inside. Is this, is this, um, so these, these competitions or whatever, are these, um, like popular? Like, is there a lot of people who's there and like, yes. So it's primarily, it's, it's a big, because it's primarily a lot of LGBT people, it's a, it tends to be a big, big, big show out. Like, okay. it's a show, I'm not sure, the, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a show on Netflix. And it shows the origin of balls. Um, 
I cannot remember the name. And if I remember it, I'll give it to you so you can put it in the description. But it shows the origin of both. So, and it typically is a lot of people. So you got, you got gays, you got straights, you got trans, you got everybody. And it's one big party. And you sit in there and you watching it in the way that these men and these women, they walk. It, it's mind blowing. It's like GQ meets New York Fashion Week. It's, it's lit. Okay. And you never know who it is unless you're already a big person in that community. Uh-huh. But the atmosphere be so so chilled and so lit all at the same time because you're watching these people, they're battling without doing anything. Right. Like, and it's it's, it's amazing. So they, they be, it, but it also really depends on who's hosting it too. If you're a newbie coming out, it might not be, eh. It might be a little a little crowd of people, but if you somebody one of the heavy hitters and you throw a ball, yeah. oh man, it's packed. There's been the balls that's been held at Suitland, um, and packed out the whole Suitland auditorium. So it they they tend to get pretty high. How long? So how long did you you do this for? Um. So honestly, I just stopped. Um, a little bit before COVID hit. Um, my last show was um April of last year. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm I still dabble in it, but I'm not full blown like I used to. Um, one because I put on some weight. So not saying that there's anything wrong with having weight and being a model because we have beautiful models of all sizes, but. I've put on weight, so I've stopped. And I'm more so a behind-the-scenes person anyway. I like working with the designers and the stylists and saying what looks good with what type right. thing. And, and, and knowing you, you always been, like, hella conscious about little shit. And- I, I, I do. Like, I'm, I'm real heavy on the self-conscious about little things, especially if it, it's, a, it's a new change for me. Like, I went from not having no type of gut a yeah. flat stomach to now having a gut so it's like nah designers ain't gonna pick me it starts to become a little bit of a self-conscious thing so to spare myself any of that i just be like nah i'm gonna chill so i lose this weight and then i go back guns blazing um question for you because you know the the well coming from um a guy and i don't know nothing about this world um on the outside looking in the normal person would probably think that it's basically just all about um, looks. Um, what do you What do you say when people like, "Oh, this is like it's basically just a beauty contest"? Is that like offensive or? It's not like we do so much. It's not offensive, but at the same time, it just shows that like a person doesn't do their research. Like it's so much more to modeling than people see like but what people fail to realize is most of the time they ain't looking at us like they looking at what's on us they most of the time they could care less about us because we probably ain't the size they are anyway they looking at that outfit to see can i pull that off can i can i look good in that like so it's it's so much more because there's been times where i've walked in a on a runway and you couldn't even see my face i had a ski mask on so, you know, it, it's so much more than that. People looking at us, um, like, 
What, what was you modeling if you had a ski mask on? Um, so <laughs> it was what's the best way to put it? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, it was a fishnet bodysuit, like just a, a plain fishnet bodysuit. Okay. And the ski, it was a ski mask that was also made out of fishnet. It was like a a Beyonce type. I forgot one of her concerts. She wore something like that, and the designer made it off that, and I turned around and wore it. So, in the show, but it's it's more than just our faces and our bodies, like because there's different type of models, and people don't realize that there's hair models, there's hand models, and feet models, like. It's so much more than beauty. And then a lot of these teams, they do dancing too. So you could be the ugliest thing in the world, but can dance better than everybody. And guess what? Now you in that scene and the girl with the pretty face and the big butt not. So it's it's so much more to it. So I would just tell people like, do your research. Look at the different type of models. Because Victoria's Secret and America's Next Top Model has these people thinking that models are only this size to this size and they're mm-hmm. oh so gorgeous and they're this is that and that nah we come in all shapes sizes colors appearances all that because at the end of the day in a real fashion show everybody has the same exact hair everybody says has the same exact nails toes everything only different thing on us is our outfits shoes be the same at least in the more in and these this modeling like the right. urban modeling everybody looks the same except your outfit okay now again i know like some of the stuff is is um dealing with like superficial on the outside looking in were you in any relationships while you were doing this i was i was Did in any... all relationships when i was doing this was that a did you have to deal with like jealousy or like um the yes, fact like what kind of clothes you was in and how much material was or was it and so how did you deal with that um it was a hassle i'm I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say oh it was oh so sweet nah it it was a ordeal because you got this person trying to basically compare us to strippers depending on what we wear that you're dating and they're like you know everybody can see you and da 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 and it it was hard and after a while i'm not gonna lie i started thinking like i'm about to quit because it's just not worth the headache to keep arguing with somebody over something so stupid Mm -hmm. but then i also had to turn around and think about it from their perspective so it really just takes a mature conversation to explain like you're only looking at the negatives, but this is the positives that you should be looking at. Like, this right. is your girlfriend or your boyfriend doing this, and you should be putting them on a pedestal as opposed to um, putting them down. Like, that's, that's how I would look at it. Like, and that's what I used to have to say to the people I was dating. Like, I know it's not ideal seeing your girlfriend out here in a two-piece bathing suit sometimes stomp but understand that you know they this is a one-time opportunity they get to see this one time right depending on how long we're together you get to wake up to this every single day you get to see this all the time and then you also got to take it back to 
sometimes you gotta flip it. You gotta talk to them as far as music videos. You look at women in swimsuits every day on a music video. You look at actors all day in these movies. These are, and then you have these actors who and actresses who have to have sex with other people. How do you think they're significant others too? Right. So you just gotta you gotta be able to have a conversation and you gotta be able to be you know, and then that person has to be self conscious. They have to know that. You know, I ain't got nothing to lose. That That's all me right there. Like, y'all looking at her, but you can't touch her. Or you looking at him and you can't touch him. That's what you got to you gotta focus on. You got to have that positive mentality. And it, it gets hard, but as long as you remember that, that that's, that's what you every night. Right. You ain't really got much to worry about. And then I'm sure that um, they were at the shows too, right? Yeah, not... um. Not all of them, but in my most recent one, um, my spouse was at every single show. Um, so so how does it feel? How does it feel when you get how you when you're with somebody and like y'all on the same page and like y'all vibing? There's no issues and you get the support. Like how does that feel? I'm gonna be honest. It is the most amazing feeling in the world. Like to have a situation where you been doing stuff, then turn around and not have nobody do it. And now you're with somebody who does it is the best feeling to like go back and see the videos that they record of you. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, dang, like <laughs> <laughs> you say to me like that. That's that's me you doing that with. Right. So but that's how it works. And then um so now you saying you you transition to more being in the background. Mm-hmm. So what does what does that entail? Being more so in the background, like I'm helping with um designers. I'm helping with finding hairstylists. I'm helping with makeup artists. Like I'm. It's, Like, it's, it's just, it's all the background stuff. It's helping the girls get dressed, um, making sure the, the guys is straight, they got what they need. It's it's a little bit of everything. You got your hands in everything. You going out, you making sure that all the lights work. You, you talking to the DJ, making sure everybody's good. You telling the girls when to go, telling the guys when to go. Like, it's, it's all that. And how you liking that compared to being on the... Um... So how and how you liking that compared to being on the forefront to being in the background now? I mean, I like them equally. Like, I I like them equally. I, I it's nothing. I don't like neither one more than the other. Okay. And I know you said your last um, show was in April, and because of COVID, everything kind of um, slowed down. And. Um, me and knowing you, you always like trying to figure like the next thing to be creative. Like what's your, like, what are you doing now to, to be creative? I ain't gonna lie. I've been kind of, I've been kind of slacking lately. I've been finding other little passion. Like I've been baking now lately cause I'm, I ain't really got much else I can do. Like, right. so it's just been baking and finding other little things to keep myself busy. And um, of course, you know, I see it on on 
on Instagram. One of these days, I'm gonna try something because I, 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 I still haven't. I don't think I've ever had any of your cooking yet. Nah, you haven't. I was like, I'm gonna bring it um, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I got you. So, um, I'm not gonna hold you too much longer. Um, but um, make sure you send me all your uh, your links and stuff so I can add it to the video and then so people yes. can find your, your cakes and stuff. Now, the, before I let you go, the stuff you're baking, like what are, like what's the the menu? So um, I make edibles. Um, edible what? I do a little um, everything <laughs> like <laughs> edible treats, edible drinks. Um, of course, I do basic stuff too. Um, but I'm mostly known for my edibles. Okay. And I make cereal bars, Rice Krispie treats, um, cakes, pies, brownies, lemonades, iced teas. Um, banana puddings, Oreo cream puddings. Like I do a little bit of everything. Um, and things that I don't make, I offer custom menu things so people uh -huh. can get those things in. Um, my newest adventure is about to be um, party packages. So people who having parties, my ladies having lingerie parties, you'll get like a sampler and it'll come with a little bit of everything for everybody for like uh -huh. one price. Okay. So I got some big things coming. Um, just until I can, you know, get back on my modeling and go back to, you know, one of my other passions. This is my. This has always been my go-to passion. It's right. mended broken hearts. It's calmed me down when I'm stressed about school. It's it's been my stress reliever. Um, you probably you made a lot of good friends. Yeah, like it, 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 I, I meet a lot of people. I've helped a lot of people. Um, so you know it comes in handy. And one more it's thing, fun. how like it's a lot of haters too, ain't it? It yes, has it to is. be very much so. Like it's a lot of people who, of course, have something negative to say about what I'm doing. Like they downplay what I do. Um, but I don't, I don't really let that type of stuff phase me because I have people who appreciate what I do and who thank me for what I do every single day um, and thank me by or co continuously coming back and giving me honest feedback and things like that. Just, you know, like the littlest thing. So when it, when I compare the negatives to the positive, I laugh at the negatives because it's like, I'm doing something. Right. Like I could be taking the easy route and I could be out here scamming people. I could be at the club shaking my ass. Not right. that I I don't downplay nobody's hustle. Right. But you know, you get what I'm saying? Like I'm doing something I enjoy and I'm making people feel good when I do it. But you know, it's like no matter what, somebody's always gonna have something negative to say. Like so you at that point you just start laughing because my bank account looking all right and you still <laughs> where you was at when COVID hit. Like, oh, right, I had, right. I'm doing something that I can and making people smile in the same breath. So, right. so I'm, a, um, so again, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you. We got to do this again. Next time I got to come to you. We, we, we will. Um, when we, when we start touching on like relationships and female topics that, you know what I'm saying, that we can't talk about, I'm going I'm to hit you up. <laughs> You gonna have to. You gonna have to. You, you got to have a female perspective in it. Definitely, I may. I make sure we will link up again. All right, that's a bet. All right, talk to you later. All right.
Talk to you later.